today on Media Download. From Montclair State University and WMSC-FM, the latest on technology. Digital privacy is a concern. Streaming is king. It's trending now. And media issues. Let's start with the presidential campaign. The frontrunner is firmly in the lead in every national poll. What's the press's responsibility? I will not give him the credit he probably sought prior to this horrific and cowardly act. And top business headline news. It's online streaming versus Hollywood. Curated by your host, Meryl Brown. Hello and welcome to Media Download. I'm Meryl Brown, Director of the School of Communication and Media at Montclair State University. Women's health and Planned Parenthood have become popular topics of discussion following recent events like the Women's March in Washington and women's marches around the world. However, a related and equally important subject is often left out of these conversations, fertility. With me today is relationship expert Andrea Sertash, who is opening up the discussion about fertility on her new website, Pregnantish. It is, as Andrea says, the first online magazine dedicated to helping women and men navigate infertility and fertility treatment issues. Andrea knows the topics as for years she's been dealing with her personal fertility issues, and that's been an important part of her day-to-day life. In terms of her background, she's been featured on national television programs like Good Morning America and The Today Show and in magazines such as, as Cosmopolitan and Women's Health. She's also written five books, including He's Just Not Your Type, and That's a Good Thing, and How to Cheat on Your Husband with Your Husband. Great to have you here, Andrea. Welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. Andrea, your personal story, uh, I guess, led in many ways to the creation of the website. Share the evolution of how you turned your personal story into an important product that could help lots of other people. Sure, yeah. So um, for over five years, I've been on a journey with my husband trying to get and stay pregnant. And uh, as you mentioned in your opening, I've I've been in the media for years writing books and sharing advice on relationships. And I realized as I've been going through this personal journey uh, of infertility, how few resources there were out there and are out there that are addressing the non-medical side of the infertility journey. So, um, for the people, for the millions of people, singles who are freezing their eggs, uh, hetero couples who are going through fertility treatments, and LGBT who are going through treatments to start their families. For the millions of people undergoing fertility treatments and navigating infertility, uh, we all know that it's far more than a medical journey, and that's why I created Pregnant. It's the first lifestyle uh, site slash magazine to, to cover the all the other questions that we have to navigate. And, and what's the status of your own personal story, and uh, how has it evolved? Uh, well, right now, um, I, ironically, because I've been so busy with Pregnantish, we only incorporated <laughs> in, in September, and we, we went live just a week ago today, and the response has been overwhelming, which I'm not surprised about because this is an underreported trend. Uh, but be- because of all the work that I've been doing around pregnancy, I've had to put my own fertility <laughs> on hold uh, a little bit. Um, so right now, the status is that I'm um, I have uh, embryos that are that are frozen that I'm going to be shipping off for genetic testing uh, soon, and we'll see. I- I've learned through this experience that you can't make too many plans because, and that's the ish of pregnancy. Um, that so many things are unexpected in the journey of fertility 
uh, that I'm really just open to what may happen next, and, and I'll see. Uh, that's a really interesting point, Andrea, because so many of us know people who um, are so uh, committed to working through this for so long, and then suddenly, sometimes even after they've given up the focus on it, it happens. Why mm -hmm. is that? Absolutely. Um, this is one of the few things that, you know, especially in a city like New York, where I live, where a lot of people are super achievers and they, they really work hard to get great results. This is one thing that's so often out of our control. And there is something about surrendering and saying, it's not in my control and I'll, you know, just follow what happens in real time. Uh, a number of people I've interviewed over the years have gotten pregnant naturally. But, you know, at the end of the day, in my case anyway, it's very much a medical condition that I would have had at 21. I mean, it, it's, not even, it's not an age thing. There, it's not a. Uh, it's not for lack of trying, which I think people realize now. But because it, there's such a taboo still about talking around talking about it, uh, people don't realize. For for some people, it truly is a medical condition where they need assistance, uh, whether that uh, through fertility treatments or using a surrogate or a donor. Um, that that's. Uh, not that 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 conversation is starting to come to light and and that's a that's a good thing because i think otherwise it's a very isolating overwhelming process what's the difference andrea in how men deal with these questions and how women do well yeah so absolutely it, it affects men and women i'm glad you brought that up because too often it's framed as a woman's issue only um men especially men in in partnerships that i've interviewed feel as sad as their partners when if they want to build a family and it's not happening. And in, in some cases, the infertility is on the side of the men. So, so often we, we talk about the women's eggs, aging, and all this stuff, but men have, you know, sperm motility issues. There are plenty of issues men have around infertility. And how it affects men is, I think, how it affects women. It, it can cause a lot of anxiety. Uh, it's extremely expensive to go through fertility treatments. The average person in his or her life spends about $20,000 on treatment. Um, so it, it affects both men and women, and, and not just heterosexual men and women. It's, it's uh, definitely a growing trend among uh, gay men and women as well. A Andrea, what do you expect um, Pregnant Dish to be in terms of a business? You're not doing this as philanthropy. Um, you are investing your time, energy, and the money of yourself, probably, and those that of others. Why is this a business? So this is a business because I'm, I'm basically capturing what happens to be a very fast-growing trend. The fertility business globally in the next four years is projected to be a $21 billion industry, and it's just very underserved. So through meaningful content, videos, and articles with the highest production value. We've been very committed to high-quality content written by great writers who have written for the New York Times and Glamour Magazine and the Washington Post. The reason is that we want people to know that this is a real, legit lifestyle magazine. From there, uh, as we grow, we're planning to have a marketplace and offer more, more services. But for now... Um, there's a social good element here, which is just um, helping people navigate this tough journey. And uh, in my business model right now, sponsorships and advertising is the main way that we're growing this. Um, I've had a, a lot of support in the sponsorship department even before 
we launched, we only went live a week ago, and three weeks ago, a big pharma company called and said, we'd like to, sponsor, you know, we'd like to get involved. Now, that's really exciting. Uh, that, to me, is a signal that I'm on to something because they, they know that it otherwise hadn't, you know, there was no platform like it. That, that's our business model right now. As you know, Andrew, there's um, a lot of trendiness around um, digital properties holding events and meetups and so forth as part of uh, their new business models in the context of the somewhat challenged advertising market. Are you hoping to bring people together in a physical sense in ways that will both be good for your business and good for them? Absolutely. So a big part of the pregnant model is live events and, and online community building. So, um, you know, one thing, a lot of the feedback that we've gotten from the user I, and it's funny because in a way I'm the user, but I can't just use my own frame of reference. I have to, you know, ask others what they've gone through and what they're seeking. Um, the big feedback is I feel very alone. It's been isolating and I'm craving motivation and community. So both through live events and digital events and online community, we are connecting people with each other uh, so that they can feel less alone and that they can get um, up-to-date expert interviews, um, I mentioned before egg freezing. So this is also a hugely growing trend. About uh, one, one study I came across that it went up 400% last year. When you think about how huge that is in terms of a growing trend. So we also are supporting singles as they are looking into their fertility options or preserving their fertility so that they, they feel more supported. So we'll have events for, for all people, uh, along this, this journey. We can't let that uh, piece of data you just uh, threw into the conversation pass. Why is mm -hmm. it that uh, egg freezing is up 400% and who are the freezers, if you will? So I think there's just a little more education now than there was before. And, and frankly, the technology's improved. So there's more clinics uh, offering this service. So by now, if you're in the age of, I'd say, 28 to 40, um, which is our average user right now, Chances are you know someone who has gone through a fertility treatment. And whether you know it or not, I, I'm betting you do know someone. So there's just more awareness. But the, the other uh, probably obvious factor is that women are delaying parenthood. They're delaying marriage. Um, they're more single singles today than ever before in this country. So those who think they may want to become a parent one day, a mother, are, are looking to preserve their fertility uh, proactively. And I think this was not on the radar of m most women, you know, 20 years ago, certainly, or even 10 years ago. And, and why wouldn't a woman of that age do this? What is the, is there a downside? Well, it's extremely excuse upon labor intensive <laughs> to go through fertility treatment. You're going to the doctor sometimes daily, certainly close to the time when your eggs are retrieved, you're there daily. You're there maybe every 24 to 72 hours for a few weeks. So that's very disruptive to your life. It can be very expensive, thousands of dollars. It's no fun to administer the, all the fertility shots you need to do. And so it's not a very easy decision to just say, well, I'll, I'll freeze my eggs. Uh, you have to really look at the cost benefit. Finally, there's no guarantee that if you freeze your eggs, it will end up in a healthy child. But more and more women are looking at this option who don't even know if they want to be parents because, you know, I, I interviewed recently a 28-year-old woman. She said, 
I don't know if I even want to get married, but I just want to have the option. So it's, you know, I can make another pun. They'll put all your eggs in one basket. They want to, they want to have options and they want to um, just have a little, feel that they have a bit of security. There was actually a study done that we referenced on crisisminutes.com about how, called the egg freezing effect. Women who have frozen their eggs date better, believe it or not, because they, they're, they've taken some of the pressure off uh, of, of having children or the biological clock ticking, and they're more present. So that's, that's an interesting news, too. Um, Andrew, we live uh, now in, a, uh, in Trump nation, and in Trump mm-hmm. nation, um, there is more outspoken opposition to abortion than at any time, uh, I think, in the modern era coming from that administration. How does mm-hmm. the anti-abortion so-called pro-life movement view the uh, issue or issues around freezing eggs and the issues you deal with? Well, it's a really interesting slash scary time right now in terms of the conversations we're having around personhood, what make, what makes a person. Uh, certainly more religious people that we've heard in the news recently uh, assert that an embryo is a person. This will impact the fertility world, but right now we have to kind of wait and see. But I will say that we launched at a really interesting time just a week ago because uh, Pregnantish has been kind of celebrated as supporting women's reproductive rights and conversation around it and not leaving it to Trump's administration to tell us what to do with our eggs, our bodies, and our reproductive journey. Andrew, that's a very interesting political context, and this issue is not going to go away, and we know that Pregnantish is not going to go away, and you are going to have Years of a great success, one would hope, because you're really addressing an important concern. Thank you very much for taking the time to join us. I look forward to Thank talking you. again soon, and um, good luck with the website. Thanks so much. If you'd like more information about this episode of Media Download or Pregnantish, you can email us at gm at wmscradio.com or call us at 973-655-3135. At Montclair State, I'm Merrill Brown. Thanks for listening.